You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I am being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And I'm glad that I'm able to connect with everybody all over North America. Montreal. Vancouver. Anchorage. San Diego. Miami. Kansas, Colorado, neighbors, what's up, neighbors? Montana, here in Atlanta, what's up, Atlanta? Almost got close today with the Braves, almost. Almost doesn't count, though. Still got more time left. Shout-outs to my friends in New York. Yankees just won. Shout-outs to my friends in Houston. What's up, Loop? All my friends at the Loop. I need to go down to Houston. Hey, hey, what's up? Shout-outs to my friends in uh, in New Orleans. Yeah, I'll be in New Orleans real soon. Media for the Movement Tour continues. I'll be speaking at Tulane. I love Tulane. Beautiful campus, beautiful students. We'll be talking about how to get involved in the sports media business. We'll be talking about inclusive sports, inclusive health, and I'm doing it with all my friends from Special Olympics. And so it'll be fun, all about inclusivity. Make sure you go to specialolympics.org. We'll be talking about that as we continue on in the week. Can't wait to get down to New Orleans. But right now, I'm where I belong. I'm in the studio in Atlanta. Hey, Shep, how are you in New York? You good? Yeah, probably not as good as uh, you in Atlanta, man, with all these people angry at you tonight. People are, ang- people are angry at me. Wow. But what happens is when you're rational about Devontae Adams... And how the guy was over, you know, he went over the line. I don't, I don't know why fans have such an issue with this tonight. I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm beside myself with this. So let's, let's, let's fill people in. Well, if you don't know this by now, this is a four-hour show. We get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you miss a minute, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. And so we know, well, you probably know what took place. Last night, Raiders' disappointing loss. They've sucked for the whole season. New head coach, new big-time wide receiver, Devontae. He gets a new contract, $140 million. It's frustrating. He exits off of the field. He's going into the tunnel, and there's a, a camera operator. He has like a tripod with him, one of those, uh, those metal tripods, and he's trying to rush past Devontae Adams, get past the tunnel, and Devontae Adams shoves him to the ground. Devontae Adams immediately apologizes, immediately. Says it's not him, he was frustrated, and then he doubled down. He apologized in the locker room for the media so it could be you know, captured on video and with sound, and then he went on Twitter immediately after that And he apologized again. Well, today, that cameraman, that photographer who he shoved to the ground, he decided to file a police report. He's saying that he was assaulted. All right. This man says that he he, he had to go to the hospital afterwards. And I'm going to repeat this because, uh, you know, this was there was one angry guy from New York last hour. I said 
we do not know, you know, what the hell this guy is feeling. We don't. I said he looked healthy, and he looked good to me. He was running past the tunnel. Okay, well, you're damn right. Looks can be deceiving. I have no idea what this man is going through, what he did go through, what his family's. I have no idea. I don't. But by looking at him, he looks okay. I don't know if he uh, needs to file a police report because he's, quote, unquote, priming the pump for a lawsuit. I don't know if he's in massive debt. I don't know if his parents need their hospital bills paid. I have no idea. I also know last week there was a jackass who ran out onto the field uh, to protest uh, something about animals. And he got laid out by Bobby Wagner. And that guy is claiming to have a concussion. Well, you wouldn't have a concussion if your dumb ass didn't run out onto the field. And so now having said that, I bring up that issue to say we have no idea the extent of anything except for what took place. These are some facts. Devontae Adams was wrong. There's a reason why he apologized, because he was wrong. I don't think it is solely based on the fact of, oh, well, uh, maybe they'll lessen my suspension. Maybe I shouldn't have money or they'll take away money. Uh, We haven't heard a negative thing about Devontae Adams. I have never heard a negative thing about this man ever. This is not Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole where you have a, a laundry list of Draymond Green has done this. Never heard a negative word about Devontae. That doesn't change the fact that he was wrong. And I believe just based upon his actions, he should be suspended. That's it. You can't set a precedent for putting your hands on somebody because you lost a football game. We also had a caller, and I guess he's living in the twilight zone. It's almost like, well, let's blame the, let's blame the guy who got hit. Well, he shouldn't have been running past Devontae Adams. Come on now. You think that's justification for him being shoved to the ground? If that was the case, every NFL game that we have, every every Sunday, every college football game, every sporting event, every week we'd have somebody, multiple people end up on their ass because they're surrounded by photographers and staff. This is not anything unusual. And, yes, everybody is told to, quote, unquote, just try to stay out of everybody's way. And you know what? For the most part, nobody has a problem doing so. None. Except for last night when Devontae Adams was upset and he shoved the guy to the ground. So let's not blame the guy. That's one of the dumbest things I've heard. Well, he shouldn't have been running in front of him. What a dumbass lame excuse for that. Yeah, and I guess for all the crap supposedly that Jordan Poole was talking yeah, yeah, I guess it was his fault that, you know, Draymond punched him. And we don't know the full details of what was said. Maybe he did deserve to be punched in the face. But l- let's not get silly here. And so, yeah, there's some people upset at me. I don't know why. It's real simple. Is this man, is there a possibility that this man is just trying to reach and grab for some money? Yeah, it's a possibility, of course. Man, somebody could trip over a crack in front of your house and decide, man, I'm going to take these people for all they got. We know people like that exist. We also know that what Devontae Adams did was wrong. And it sets a bad example for the NFL. 
You want to dock him in the pocket? You want to take away some pay? Sure, fine. Go ahead and do that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain and say, oh man, he must be suspended. But if I had it my way, I would. We don't need incidents like this, and it's not like there's a rash of them. But you don't need to be putting your hands on staff, on anybody that's there to make you look good. That photographer's out there to take a picture of you. Let's keep all of this in mind. 855-212-4CBS. Kurt is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Normally we talk bills, but um, I'm still tripping a little on the uh, you being called rude. If anybody listens to talk radio, you're the most inclusive, thoughtful, insightful, and patient um, guy out there. So that's just, you know, whack city. Uh, anyhow, uh, Davante Adams, I, do you really feel like he's going to be a menace to society if he isn't suspended? Because I, I honestly feel like, you know, he actually showed contrition, uh, yes, genuine, correct. apologetically, you know. I don't right. think the camera people are going to have to huddle in the, on the sides of the stadium when he comes through the tunnel. Um, he Can't we just cut him a break? Yeah, I think I, I agree with you on that one. He showed, he showed contrition, and it didn't appear to be someone is forcing me to say this. He apologized, yeah. and then he, he went the extra mile. But what, what I believe is it is just, A, a terrible optic, uh, B, and I'm not saying that if you don't punish him or suspend him again that you set a precedent, but I think there is a line there for, for future behavior. You want to make it as clear as possible that, hey, listen, guys, this isn't something that has happened or happens often, but you can't do it. It's not permissible. We're not going to allow it in here. What is anybody going to bitch, whine, or moan or complain about if he's suspended a game? No, I mean, that's true, obvious. But I, from the other side, as mm-hmm. far as camera dude goes, uh, I know crazy guy, you know, jumped everybody, but he did make a, a valid point about, okay, so we don't really know the medical conditions uh, of the cameraman. Correct. So he, he may have a legit reason to be doing this. He might. But I will just say... I personally was run over by by Dante Bichette on a bicycle when I was Damn. younger, and we got into an altercation, and it was funny. But um, the baseball I I player, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Where were you? Were you in Colorado? Where were you? Uh, I was down in Arizona. It was during Cactus oh. League, so so the whole team was uh, in the hotel that I was working at, and the dude was riding his bike, and he almost ran over some old lady. So I decided to play traffic cop. So I said, like, hold up with that. And, and the guy honestly just pedaled harder and, and didn't expect me maybe to jump out of the way. But I just took him off the bike. And when, he, when we both got up, I had to re-aim my, my intended punch about 45 degree higher because I'm like five foot eight, 125 pounds wet. And the guy's like six foot a million. So, but I was... Oh, 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 that's... Uh... That was a good story until we got some vulgarity there. Listen, I didn't expect him to tell me he he threatened Dante Bichette to a fight. I remember him. I remember I remember Dante. He played for the the Rockies. 
Yeah, he, yeah, he sure did. Yeah, I think he might also play for the Reds. Man, you, that guy would have broke you in half. Bad idea. Lance is calling from Colorado Springs. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, first of all, I believe that Devontae was sincere, meant everything. That's fine. And this guy is nothing like, you know, the idiot that jumped out on the field in San Francisco or guys back in the day that used to try to bait Charles Barkley into fights at bars and he threw him through a window. Those guys get what they deserve. The guy that's trying to sue for, you know, getting trucked after running on the field in San Francisco doesn't deserve a thing. He's a jackass, yeah. Yeah, complete idiot. Now, here's where I differ a little bit. I don't even care if the other kid's hurt. And here's what I mean by that. Like, I care if he's hurt, if he's truly hurt. But if he is or he isn't, I don't care. Because a professional athlete put his hands on a guy that he had no business putting his hands on, on national TV, and just threw him to the ground. If that kid wants to do a cash grab, by all means do it, because now I've got to live, if I'm him, I've got to live the rest of my life with that stuff on YouTube, watching myself get chucked like a rag doll, looking like an idiot, on something I did nothing wrong on. So whether he's hurt or not, and if he wants to do a cash grab, I wouldn't blame him just for the shame of having to look at that for the rest of my life. Yes, it's it's reasonable. And thank you, Lance, for calling from Colorado. So it's it's reasonable. That man, regardless of what you think, that man who got shoved to the ground is well within his right to do whatever the hell he wants. He is. And when it comes to to Devontae, he was wrong. And I just think it's it, it's just poor. Like these are partners of the NFL. Partners. You can't you can't take a, a an employee and just think it's okay that that the guy who's supposed to just make you look good and the point is to put us on television it just looks okay. I don't know who this guy works for. I don't know where he's from. I I haven't seen his name be released. I don't know the organization, but imagine he just worked for ESPN. They have a relationship with the NFL. You know what what if what does ESPN think? What are we going to do? You, you guys are just going to let the NFL players push our guys around now? All you're going to do is fine him $12,000? There's so much more, quote-unquote, than, than meets the eye. Tug is calling from Cali. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Tug? Hey, uh, Nero, thanks for taking my call first off. But, you know, there was a the, – the media has a way of turning things around. First off, you know, they're showing a bunch of people out there kissing and hugging in the middle of the field. Then Devontae's he's he's mad. He's he's on a, he's marching into the into the tunnel. And here comes a guy. He just he's going to get his because he wants to see all the players, but he cuts right in front of Devontae. I mean, he could have gone ten more yards down so Devontae had a chance to swerve around him, but Devonte, he didn't really have a chance to swerve. He was that guy got. Mm. It's like a big truck going down the road, and it's Volkswagen uh, pulls in front, well, and Tug, got run over. Tug, that's not that's that's not accurate. There was there was nothing that took place, and and this has nothing to do with with the media. I know that's a 
That's what people want to say nowadays. The media this. Well, there was nothing indicative of that video where it was necessary for Devontae Adams to shove him to the ground and shove him to the side. He could have bumped into him. He could have stopped. He shoved him to the ground. And if you look at his body language, he didn't just shove him to the ground. He kind of shoved him to the side, and he kept going. So we cannot go ahead and just blame the guy. Well, he could have went 10 yards down. We don't know what shot this guy was getting. What does it matter? What are we doing here? Rocky's calling from Eugene out in Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for all you do. It's nice to hear you at night. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a sad situation. It, it, Devontae, it, it's like his emotions got a little out of, out of hand. He had just, you know, tripped over his own teammate to end the game that ended in a loss. That's not giving you a right to, to shove someone. And it, it'd be nice if they could just get together and talk about what, I agree. How he could make it right. I agree. You know, rather than you know a lawsuit happen, which that seems a, a little extreme, and that's something that sticks with you forever. So I don't know. It'd just be nice to see them all just sit yeah. down and talk about it and yeah, well, how they well, can I, resolve it in a civil way. Why can't we all just get along? I agree, Rocky. Hey, Gus, I'm gonna let you get the last word here on this side. He's from Eugene. What's up, Gus? What's up? Back to back. You guys are neighbors. Go ahead. I know. Can you believe that? Hey, well, shout out to Shep. You know, absolute legend you got there in the booth working with you. Um, but with Devontae, let's, let's, uh, let's say an NBA ref is there. You know, he's, he's running through a 15-foot wide tunnel at the end of the game. And I just don't think that that camera guy was in uh, legal filming position. So what's to stop another camera guy? from just jumping right in front of a guy running off the field at the end of the game. I mean, we might need some video review on that. What is – well, hold on, Gus. Let's back up here. I want to make sure that I heard you correctly. I'm going to ask you to – I'm going to ask you to restate that or, at at minimum, just hit me with with your ultimate point as opposed to, like, an example. Ultimate point would be there's absolutely no way you can suspend the guy – For one, based on his track record and what you had mentioned, you know, coming out and owning it right after it happened. But when players are exiting the field, you know, that's a very, very tight area. So if a guy is just, what's to stop the next guy from just jumping in front of any particular player and just going down? I think that's where it sets a precedent. No, 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 no. I don't, you see. I'm going to give you the perspective. I'm going to say this. The the last guy I spoke to didn't understand it. Not not okay. like physically. I mean like last hour. The last guy didn't get it. Right. There the guy was... that you ran? I'm sorry? The guy that you ran? Remember you didn't give him a chance to respond after you kind of ripped him? And then you oh, the guy – yeah, the, the guy the guy Patrick, yes, who, who came yeah. on and, and misquoted and mocked me. No, not him. I'm referring to the guy later on in the hour who okay, literally gotcha. who literally said, you know, kind of the, he took the position of, well, uh, the, these these camera folks, are they're told to stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is I, I'm going to restate this. 
That is one of the laziest, absolute laziest things to say. These quote-unquote camera guys who are, and I'm not, it's not camera guys. There's so much that takes place. I know from a, a, a quote-unquote fan perspective, you go, oh, that's a camera guy because you can physically see the camera. Oh, that's a TV camera. Oh, that's a, that's a photographer's camera. That's a Canon uh, versus mm-hmm. that is a, a 4K. That, there's so many people on, on the field, on the court. Mm-hmm. There's so much staff. You know what you don't hear for the most part? Problems issues they intermingle and it's not just after a game it's before a game it's in the Mm -hmm. locker room I can tell you about being and forget getting into the tunnel off of the field of play in the back of the stadium in the arenas in the bowels it is so common for everybody to be around each other in ridiculous proximity and we don't have issues and we don't have problems i'm telling you this having grown up seeing this for my entire life it's lazy to say that and so what i don't think also knowing camera operators knowing people who run around with microphones having formally put microphones on talent being a talent where they put a microphone on me nobody nobody is trying to go out there and quote unquote throw themselves in front of a player for a payday or set a precedent. There is no ands, ifs, buts, or excuses around this. What we saw or what took place yesterday was common. The man was trying to avoid Devontae by running past him. Happens every day, every game, front of the stadium, back of the stadium, in the field, on the field, happens all the time. What doesn't take place is what Devontae did where he just shoved him to the ground because he was frustrated. That's it. I, I hear you. I just thought that it looked it looked to me like the last second he's jumping, basically throwing himself in front of Devontae. Like, no. I mean, that's... Well, that, what it might look like to you, to me, it looks like something that I see all the time. The man is trying to do his job. The man is trying to move around and get past him because he's in a tunnel. And Devontae did what was wrong. He shoved him. He shouldn't have did that. Wouldn't you say that's probably the ultimate thing? Yes, I would. I, I also was wondering what is on the tip of that, of the little gimbal or whatever he's holding. Was that a camera? Because it didn't even really look no, like a camera. That, that's a, it's, it wasn't the full camera. That gimbal okay. is, a, is a tripod. It's a tripod. Okay. You adjust, okay. you put a camera on it. I got you. So okay. there was nothing even on the end of the stick. Then. No, 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 no. That tripod, I got to tell you, I don't want to uh-huh. carry and run around with that. That right. is made out of steel. It's heavy. So to, to now get into the particulars of, you know, he was carrying a protractor versus a ruler <laughs> or a pencil versus a camera, you're really getting into the weeds, Gus, okay? I hear you. I okay. hear you. Thank you. Appreciate gotcha. you for calling from Eugene. Hey, Shep. What are we? What are we looking for? Am I missing something? No. Do I need to start going around pushing people and just saying, "Oh, they they were in my way"? What that, What that, are we doing here? That's that's not that's not in your nature, and it's not in Adam's nature. I think that's the thing that you've been very objective and fair about throughout this entire show so far. Is, is this is a one-off. This never has happened to him before, and this guy's been a stud for a while now. 
this doesn't happen really anywhere. Right, that's true too. Okay, I, as 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 acrimonious and, and intense a relationship as someone like Russell Westbrook has with the media. You know what I've never heard? I've never heard of Russell Westbrook just shoving a guy out from in front of his locker. You know, as as wild, as wild as Antonio Brown was and still is, I never heard of Antonio Brown just shoving people out the way. He'll run off on his own. I think the 32 teams would take uh, the, the worst version of Devontae Adams before the best version of uh, Brown, though. That's just my take. Yes, I, I yes. would agree. Yes. I just can't believe that people are making excuses. Well, not excuses, but, oh, it's the cameraman's fault? Oh, my God. How? For, for falling? For doing his job? People do this all the time. Damn it. I, I, think, I think I would be qualified to know. What do I know? I've only been to a million sporting events and a million locker rooms and a million hallways and a million sidelines. It's just, what do I know? I'm just a guy. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll take a break and come back quickly before our news flash. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, you do a great job, man. I, oh, before I ask my question, I just want to say I've, I've heard you a couple of times on here. You always have great content, and you got a great sense of humor, and I enjoy listening to you. So I want to start out by saying that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Devontae Adams obviously walking off the field shoving that guy down man lost is the the roughing the passer it's become a little bit of a well not a little bit it's become a huge problem in the nfl we're going to talk about that tom brady chiming in as well we know that grady jarrett sacked him and and tom brady's just like listen guys i don't i don't throw the flags i throw tablets but i don't i don't go out here and throw the flag. So we're going to get into that. And then I, I have to mention this. We know what took place after the game. Maybe Devontae Adams wouldn't be frustrated if the Raiders actually decided to, I don't know, tie the game on an extra point attempt by just kicking the football as opposed to saying, Josh, go get us two. They could have tied the game, and who knows what would have happened They had a a full four minutes and 27 seconds left on the clock to go out there and do some damage. And so even after the fact, it seems that at least publicly, Devontae Adams, he's like, yeah, go for two points. I'm cool with it. This is what he had to say. All in on. I mean, I'm, you got to buy, and that's the only way you can make a play work is you got you to be for it. So, um, you know, that's their job to make that call. So, I mean, I was, I was fine with it because I feel like we, you know, we, we had a shot to, to put it in. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you, you felt like you had a shot. Yeah, well, you weren't all that fine. You were pretty upset after the game. Josh McDaniels getting another shot to coach a team. Well, I guess this is his third one. Um, was that time where he took the coach job but then said he didn't want it? But anyway. It's a good job, by Mc- the way. Say again? That's a good point. I'm thinking, no, Jared, it was the second time, but people forget about that. He took a job and then said no, like Bill Belichick did 25 years ago. 
Oh, I'm, I don't no longer want to be HC of the NYJ? Yes. Yeah, I don't think – I don't know if Josh McDaniels wrote it on a napkin, but he certainly had the Colts job. The Colts announced him as their head coach. And then in the same day, I feel like a couple hours later, Josh McDaniels was like, eh, I don't want the job. I'm going to stay with uh, – I'm going to stay with New England and go out here and, I don't know, clean Bill Belichick's dishes or something like that. But, yeah, this is Josh McDaniels' second go-around as a head coach. We know he had that losing record with the Raiders a little more than a decade ago. He had beef with Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler and him didn't get along. Uh, Derek Carr is already talking about this as a new adjustment. It seems like every other year Derek Carr has a new head coach. And he has to learn something different. Well, I'm sure he has to learn how to trust Josh McDaniels. After the fact, even Josh McDaniels said, "Yeah, I like I like the play call." Listen, felt like in that situation, you know, we hadn't, you know, we hadn't really. They had kind of had a lot of momentum offensively, obviously in the second half. Um, just, you know, we had a play that we felt really good about. We thought we would get a look that gave us a shot at it for sure. Uh, we had a chance. We had a fair fight at it. You know, they played it a little bit better than we did, and gave ourselves an opportunity to take the lead there. And Yeah. Yeah, opportunity, right? Was it the best opportunity to win the game? Probably not. To me, it just showed it's like, hey, you, you didn't trust your guys. Yeah, sure, Patrick Mahomes could have went out there and, and let them down the field, and they could have been left to kick a field goal, or they could have went out there and, and put up six or seven points. And then at that point, you would have said, man, we probably have one more possession left. Do I trust my team to respond? The answer was no, and that's why they went for two. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What we're going to do, I'm going to send you to a news break. When we come back, you know, I know Devontae Adams, he, he apologized and doubled down on his apology with the cameraman. There was an NFL head coach. He had to apologize to his whole team and his quarterback today. He had to set the record straight. I'm going to tell you who it is on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First time caller and listener. I'm loving the show. Your show is just absolutely outstanding. I got to tell you, I've been listening to you. I've been feeling and agreeing with your flow. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Another controversy. When we get to the top of the hour, we're going to talk about this. This roughing the passer issue going on in the NFL right now. Because at this rate, we might as well just throw red caps uh, on the quarterbacks and just treat them like it's practice. Like you can't breathe on the guy, you can't touch him, you can't look at him the wrong way. Otherwise, they're calling a penalty. Where the hell is this going? It's terrible. We'll, we'll discuss this. And I want to share with you comments not only made by Chris Jones last night after the game. We know that he sacked Derek Carr. 
Uh, Grady Jarrett, he sacked Tom Brady on Sunday. It, it's, it, Tom Brady had some interesting comments just about the game in general and how it's changed. And there's no one better qualified to talk about it than him. He's been around since, I don't know, the creation of time. But to kind of put a stamp on some things here, we talked about Devontae Adams. We talked about his apology. Uh, I shared with you right before we went to break, you know, Josh McDaniels and his two-point conversion going for it. And he stood up for what he thought was right, going for two. And Devontae, he apologized for shoving the cameraman. He's not the only person that had to deliver an apology over the past 24 hours. Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington Commanders. He's been coach now. This is his third season. He's had to deal with, and God rest his soul, Haskins, Kyle Allen, Alex Smith coming back from his broken leg, almost amputated leg uh, last year. Was supposed to have Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then old man Ryan Fitzpatrick, he literally slipped his hip. Then he had to look at Heineke for the entire year. Now he has Carson Wentz. His team, the Commanders, they're one and four. They lost to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Carson Wentz threw a, an interception to pretty much just close out the game, giving them absolutely no chance. And Carson Wentz. He has 10 touchdowns, but six INTs. I'm going to repeat this. Washington has one victory and four losses in the NFC East. The Dallas Cowboys, the Giants. Man, these guys, they got four wins. I don't know how, but they got it. Well, I know how, but, you know, you get my point. And then you got the Eagles. They are 5-0. and And so Ron Rivera... He had a very simple answer, a very simple response after that loss to the Titans as to why they're different from the other teams that are just winning. Listen to this. Following up on John's question about the the Giants, you know, they're up to a faster start. The Eagles, the Cowboys, you know, they've kind of all been rebuilding too the last couple of years, and it seems like they're farther ahead. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. No, damn. Don't tell me how you really feel, the quarterback. And he got eviscerated for that answer. You're just throwing Carson Wentz under the bus? We we suck because of Carson Wentz? And, of course, there there was more to it than that. But he gave a real simple answer. Even Alex Smith, his former quarterback, the man who came back and Almost had his leg just amputated and almost 20 surgeries and and then just came back and played, which was amazing. Even Alex Smith was like, whoa, that's a little too much. You just can't blame Carson Wentz. And so Ron Rivera, a stand-up guy in his own right, he clarified his statement. He said he spoke to his team, he spoke to Carson Wentz, and everything is okay. And Ron Rivera, he owned up to a mistake as well. He says, I screwed up. And he used a different word rather than just just screwed up. Listen to what Ron Rivera had to say. 
the stuff you said yesterday made a bit of a stir, and you had Alex Smith and other people out there saying stuff. What did you make of their reaction, and do you understand why they reacted the way they did? I do, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, I spoke to my team this morning. You know, we, we, I basically told them that I said some things that were misconstrued. I didn't present it properly, and that's on me. So I took accountability, told the guys that, uh, you know, I should know better, and uh, I had a bad day. So I figured, you know, feeling better today, let's move forward. So to me, as far as I'm concerned, it's really now about the most important thing, and that's getting ready for football. Wow. An NFL head coach admitted to making a mistake to speaking out of turn, to saying something that he didn't, he didn't express himself clearly on. Because certainly, as bad as Carson Wentz has been in turning the football over, you just can't blame him. And when Ron Rivera decided to explain, he made the point of, well, Daniel Jones has been there for a few years. Okay, you got a new head coach. I don't know about that. You got Hurts, okay, he's been there now for a few years too, and they're building the team around him, okay. And then Dak Prescott's been there forever, even though Dak has been hurt, okay. That was Ron Rivera's point. And it's not going to make too much of a difference because it could be Carson Wentz, it could be me, it could be you. Commanders aren't going anywhere this year. I actually feel bad for the fan base. Fans who, who love the Washington Commanders, I want to say football team, it just sounds better. They're fans. They got a crap owner. They got a football team that's going nowhere. They play in a crap stadium. They deserve better. That's why I always say, look, Dan Snyder needs to be gone. They need an actual rebuild. It's embarrassing. Well, the fans deserve better. It's a great town, too. Football town, I should say. We know Uh, D.C. is great in its own right, but for the football team, they deserve better than that garbage that they get. Go to the stadium and get flooded on. It's just just bad. Keith is calling from Appleton, Wisconsin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Keith? Hey, JR. Yes, Keith, go ahead. First off, I want to apologize. I called you a few weeks ago, and it was a little bit too late. And you reminded me that someone should have took my phone prior to calling you, and I just want to apologize for that. It's okay. Where were you? Were, did you call me drunk? I probably, bud. I probably did. Okay. No harm, no foul. Go ahead. What's you up? know? You know where Appleton is? I'm about twenty miles south of Green Bay. I'm I'm familiar. I haven't been to Appleton, but I'm familiar where it is. Yes. This this is the city where the away team always stays whenever they have a, a game at Lambeau. Okay, well, what are we doing? You giving you giving us a geography lesson? What do you have to share with us? Well, Devontae, he's been in the league a long, long time, correct? Are you drinking again tonight, Keith? Why? Can you tell or what? What are you, my wife? You have one of those. No, I have a girlfriend. Oh, I figured as much. JC is calling from San Jose. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, my brother? Love your show. Thank you. What's um, up? Huge Raider fan. Been here since back in the days, you know, Oakland season ticket holder. So right. uh, what Devontae did was wrong, but let me ask you something. If you would have stopped and picked the guy up and just kind of hugged him and apologized, would you be thinking the same or 
suspension and all that, or would it be just like, hey, you know what, here's, here's a few thousand, let's shake hands and walk away? Or, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think the optics of, of what he did, even with the apology, is is not a great look. And I think maybe we wouldn't have necessarily had this guy decide to go to the police station, or, or maybe not. Yeah, so it would change my mind. Right. Same here, man. Thank you, man. Love your show, and uh, always listening. Thank you, JC. Appreciate you for calling from San Jose. Yeah, I think I think that I think that would have have changed things just a little bit. Would have had erased the fact that he shoved him to the ground. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. And and did he show a lot of contrition in his apology publicly to the media, and then I guess in a social forum on Twitter? Yeah, yes, he did. He did do that. But just the the visual of it, of what did take place, not what did not take place, but what did take place is bad. It's simple as that. Maybe the NFL will dock him. And, hey, if that's the punishment, I ain't going to crow that, oh, my God, he should have been suspended. Oh, my God, they screwed this up. No, it's not that serious. I just think for for something that that egregious – yeah, and it's sure, heat of the moment, it, it doesn't happen anywhere at any time. And I think it's a, a punishable offense. It's really that simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to get ready to take a break. Phone lines are bumping tonight. Never seen so many people uh, so passionate about a shove. A push. We'll talk about this. We'll get into the roughing of the passer. We got a lot to do tonight. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. I had a bad day. 